baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. All right, it is Thursday. I hope you had a nice Valentine's Day yesterday. You know, snow falling, set a fire, have the romance. We opened a bottle of bubbles. Why not? Since we weren't going anywhere. I didn't have reservations. So, and with the snow, I, I hope too many people didn't cancel their reservations, right? Like that's, you know, restaurants hate that when that happens for sure. It is Thursday. We do food talk in our four o'clock uh, half hour and we call it Russia Eats. One of the hottest concepts in food right now is chicken, fried chicken in all different forms. And there's a concept that has opened here in the Twin Cities that has uh, taken off very quickly. It's called Dave's Hot Chicken. Dave's Hot Chicken. And Alex and Chris Humphreys are a brother duo kind of running these chicken restaurants here in the Twin Cities. And Alex is with us in studio today. It's good to have you here, Alex. Yeah, thank you for having me. We're actually a cousin duo. Cousin duo. I made your brothers. (laughs) You're not the first to to make that uh, assumption. (laughs) You are cousins. What is it like working with family? This is a family-owned restaurant, right? There's other family involved in the company? Yep, correct. Uh, We have um, Chris's parents, Deborah and William. um, And it's been great. It's been a great experience. Um, I started working with them back in 2018 and at the time uh we had a uh, five guys restaurants scattered across minnesota and wisconsin and uh at the time up until this past summer we also were a franchisee with crisping green so um so yeah we're very excited about this uh new endeavor here with uh, dave's hot chicken and i think you know you've seen uh, the the positive response that response that our Minnetonka location has received. Well, it's incredible mm-hmm. response uh, there, and lots of lines and lots of love for it. It's yeah. really good. I think it's really good. It is, yeah. It's great to see, and you know we couldn't be more excited here. Uh, twenty twenty four shaping up to be a big year for us with the uh, expansion. So, how many uh, locations do you hope to open by the end of this year? So our goal is four. So yeah. we have. Two definites, and then uh, the additional two are pending leases. Leases, city approvals, all that sort of stuff. You guys had a little bit of a go-round with Maple Grove, I I understand. We did, yeah. It was, um, you know, while disappointing, uh, the, the voting from the city council, um, you know, just, you know, wrong spot, wrong time. So, yeah. And you're just the – it is part of the interesting – uh, reality of the business of being in a franchise type operation, right? Mm-hmm. You're renting from a developer who is trying to pitch a plan and you try to do your part, but ultimately it's like, it's their building. Like, yeah. That's sort of how it goes. Yeah. And that's, that's what we found out going through uh, the Maple Grove process. And uh, I mean, that was a, about a six month process there, but you know, Sometimes it works out, sometimes it doesn't, and you just got to move on. Is location, when you look at a thing like Dave's Hot Chicken, 
uh, and any, you know, you had experience with five guys as well and Crispin Green. Is it, how, how big of a deal is the location? Well, location is, I would say, the number one priority. You know, with restaurants, it's always location, location, location. So for us, it's about having, you know, the best piece of real estate we can find, uh, visibility and access being the, the two critical factors there. Alex Humphreys is our guest. Uh, Dave's Hot Chicken is a major expansion. Explain to people like what Dave's Hot Chicken is and what drew you guys to that. So Dave's Hot Chicken is a concept focused on the Nashville style of hot chicken. So we offer hot chicken uh, and guests can choose uh, between seven different spice levels, ranging from no spice to reaper. Uh, the Reaper needing a waiver to sign to have that. Is it really that hot or is that just a good bet? Have you tried it? Uh, no. I didn't try the Reaper. Well, you got to try it. I think. <laughs> so it is that hot, you're saying. I, I've had it and I do not have any intention of having it again. In the Once was good. Once was good. What do you think the phenomenon, I mean, we've seen certainly social media drives a lot of this, right? Is this why people want the hottest thing going? Yeah, and I think, you know, for Dave's as a brand, they've done a great job in terms of leveraging uh, their social media audiences uh, through Instagram and TikTok. And, you know, I think they've they've tapped into a unique segment here, um, you know, that is really involved and engaged on social media. Um, but also they've been able to leverage the celebrity um, factor around the brand uh, in terms of leveraging their relationship with uh with Drake in terms mm-hmm. of promoting yeah. promoting the brand as well. I mean, it doesn't hurt when you've got Drake no, behind you. No, it doesn't hurt at all. I mean, this brand started just in 2017 was when they're first. And it is interesting as you watch these sort of, you know, uh, franchises as mm-hmm. they travel, which ones are going to be hot, which ones are people going to grab onto. And I think something, to me, something happened with chicken during COVID. Like during COVID, I think people were uneasy and uncomfortable and nervous about what was going to happen and fried chicken and chicken sandwiches. It seemed like that's what everybody was offering up, which Mm -hmm. I I think there, there must be some sort of like psychological, like a, like a psychologist could really have a field day with trying to explain this, but there was something that I think happened at that time. Right. Yeah. And I think, you know, when you look at, uh, you know, restaurant menus as a whole, you know, the chicken protein is the most prominent one and yeah. chicken seen as being, you know, the more healthier option. So, um, so I know you, which see is it, hilarious. It is yeah. like, it's not, it's not healthier. Yeah. It's all proteins, protein. Like protein's it's all pretty good. Yeah. Um, and then you fry it and it's all less good. Yes. But <laughs> I'm looking at you like you, how much of this chicken are you? Like, should we describe Alex Humphreys to you? Just very fit. Very muscular. You do not appear to be a man who is built by fried chicken sandwiches. You know, it's all about moderation. There we go. That's it's all about moderation. It is true. But I think the food is, is very true. good. Yes. I think the food is great. It's, I think delicious. it's delicious. But with anything that, you know, you eat, moderation is key. No doubt. No doubt about it. Uh, you know, you take the bread off. You just have the tenders, exactly. and you're good to go. The me- the uh, restaurant is called Dave's Hot Chicken. You said you have two locations already set to go. Correct. Have, have those locations been announced? Do we know where they're going to yes, be? Yes, they have. Um, so our next one will be over in Highland Park, uh, right on Ford Parkway. Yeah. Um, so- Boy, that area is really uh, growing with all the new kind of housing in the old Ford 
yeah, plant the, over yeah, there. Highland Bridge Redevelopment, so we're very excited about that. Um, so we'll have a drive through at this location as well. So, um, so yeah, we couldn't be more happy with the with the site selection for this one, and uh, we're targeting a uh, mid to late March opening for that location. And, and then, then the other one will be other one will be Apple Valley. Apple Valley. Yep. South suburbs, sort of underserved. Correct. Yep. So um, I think it's it's a great quarter down there. Uh, you got raisin canes and Chick Fil A down there. So uh, we know there's a market for chicken down there, and um, Bobby drive through down there as well. So we're very excited to go into Apple Valley. What is the what is the hardest thing about kind of your job of of trying to run the operations of of these restaurants? Well, I th- I think it's you know just not knowing everything and. You know, there's a learning curve to a lot of it, uh, especially with our Minnetonka location. Well, when we first opened, we were the – our first 12 weeks being open, we were the busiest store in the entire system. So, in the whole country of all of the – and how many Daves are there? So I, I believe uh, today there's about 180 that are open right now. Wow. Yeah. Um, so, you know, taking those learnings from being very busy and, you know, just applying that forward – I think uh, for the on the corporate side of things, they do a great job in terms of providing resources, um, in terms of you know helping operators, uh, you know, fill the voids and, and bridge the gaps in terms of learnings and you know figuring out how to just be more efficient and, yeah. and operate better. Dave's Hot Chicken has four. I mean, essentially, there are like four options, right? Like it's a pretty simple it's, menu. Yeah, four combos. Yeah, four combos. Yeah couple sides yeah. you pick your heat you pick your side does is the simplicity is that a draw for you from a like it's easier to train people it's easier to have consistent food is that yeah consistency and efficiency. it seems that's what people like i mean if you yes. look at the most successful fastest growing uh food brands mm-hmm. they're simple yeah yeah and i think you know that's what we're finding consumers consumers like that and you know as long as the the product is good, you know, people will keep coming back. And as long as we're fulfilling our promises in terms of creating that experience that our guests expect of Dave's Hot Chicken, I think we'll be in a good position going forward. Alex Humphreys is our guest, uh, Dave's Hot Chicken. And you you're, you do the uh, the five guys as well? Correct. And that, how many locations do you guys have here in we Minnesota? We have nine locations. Nine so locations. We have five in Minnesota, four or uh, Actually, it's six in Minnesota, three in Wisconsin. What, you know, I've seen a lot of pushback lately about cost of some of the quick serve restaurants and Five Guys and McDonald's. People have been talking about the burger cost. Mm -hmm. It's pretty easy to go to Five Guys and all of a sudden you spent 20 bucks on a burger, fries and a soda. Uh, That is that it wasn't always like that. What what is how are you guys dealing with sort of uh, the cost pressures, obviously, well, I shouldn't say obviously. Are you just ripping us off, or are you? I assume your costs are going through the roof. Absolutely too. not. Yeah. yeah, it's a it's a balance between, you know, maintaining <clears throat> maintaining a price point uh, where it's still affordable, um, but also you know, as running a business, being able to you know maintain maintain some sort of profit margin in that. So, um, so yeah, obviously coming out of you know the COVID nineteen and everything experienced with that. Um, there were a lot of inflationary press pressures on a lot of our products that we buy. Um, but you know, beef costs are high. Chicken costs are high. Yep. Man. Same with the potato costs went up as well. Um, staffing. 
Labor. Yep. Labor is one of those that is a, uh, it's a continual challenge. So, yeah. um, but you know, those things are just part of the natural course of running a restaurant business. Right. And, you know, I think as long as you're, you know, continuing to evolve, you know, continuing to source for best pricing, you know, the best quality, finding what that balance is, you'll be fine going forward. Alex Humphreys is our guest. Uh, five guys, Dave's hot chicken. Uh, Derusha Eats brought to you by the Minnesota Pork Board. We'll take a break. We'll come back. I want to know where you like to eat here in the Twin Cities. A couple of your favorite restaurants. We'll do our random question generator where uh, you'll pick a number and answer a question submitted by our listeners. 421, it's Thursday. We're back in a minute on CCO. Alex Humphreys is with us. We're talking about Dave's Hot Chicken. Alex works uh, with his uncle and with his cousin, uh, you may know Chris Humphreys, uh, who was a tremendous basketball player out of Minnesota, NBA star, had a marriage that people uh, still talk about. <laughs> uh, how did you end up uh, here in Minnesota, Alex? I came out to Minnesota for graduate school. So um, got my MBA from over at the uh, Carlson School of Management over at the U. Uh, and did you did you know at that time that you were going to work for the family for for your uncle, or how did that come about? No, that that came about after after I graduated. So it was some pushing from my dad, just in terms of connecting with my uncle, because he has this business where, you know, I probably learned a thing or two in business school that I could help him out with. Oh, so, funny! So yeah. dad's like, talk to your uncle, talk to your uncle, yeah, and you were hesitant at first. I I wasn't sold. You know, I was. Did you want to do it on your own without like the family thing yeah, or what? I was, you know, figuring things out on my own. So, but you know, then I just, you know, what the heck, you know? Yeah. We'll see what happens. And here we are. Today. And here you are. How many years has it been now? It's been, um, it's been about six years now. Any tension ever uh, at the Thanksgiving dinner table that no. comes from family uh, business? No. You know, obviously, you know, family dynamics in business. Yeah, of course. It, Fascinating, yeah, right? Can always be. Uh, add a complicated layer to things, but I think, you know, on the other side of that, there's a embedded trust that you have in terms of, um, people making, you know, the right decisions yeah. that are in the best interest of the business. So everything is, it's, it's gone great. It's been a great experience. Taxers are excited about the St. Paul location. So that's good. Andrew, yeah. Andrew texted him from South Minneapolis, said they're, they're looking forward to it. It is amazing to me. If you look at, uh, Raisin Cane's, mm-hmm. if you look at Chick-fil-A, Dave's Hot Chicken, uh, like the longest lines I ever see at drive-throughs are at chicken spots. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's amazing to People me. People like chicken. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you fry it, you <laughs> chicken. It's it's good to go. Do Minnesotans? You said you have seven spice levels. Correct. Do we tend to lean towards the one and two, or where do Minnesotans we, go? So we go. So we got no spice, slight mild, mild, medium. Hot, very hot, and then Reapers. So, and when you break it out, most popular are mild. Uh, mild is our most popular spice level. That's a good introductory level. You get a little bit of. There's the, a little something. There's in a little the mild. something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. As soon as you start going up on the uh, up on the spice levels, that's where uh, you know it starts to you start to feel it a little bit more. <laughs> when you compare, are we more uh, uh, spice averse than some of the other Daves? No, we we line up about the same. Yeah, right about the same. It's been interesting. A, it's been a good mix, and you would be surprised the number of people that we have coming coming in to try the Reaper. And interesting. 
It's yeah. all for the it's all for the TikTok and the Instagram, right? To to a degree, um, but you know, it's a uh, that's all right. It's a you know self celebration in that as well. I survived the Reaper. Uh, Alex Humphreys, time to pick a question. Pick a number between one and thirty-eight. Two. Number two. Question number two. Who inspires you? Who inspires me? Um, I would say. Uh, I, said, I would say my. That's a heavy one. Let's yeah. yeah. say I would say my uncle, my uncle William. He's been a he's been a big inspiration for me. Um, you know, he's someone who has believed in my abilities, and he's you know given me a, a level of trust in terms of making um, sound business decisions, uh, which you know in turn you know affect everybody. Yeah. Um, so he's he's challenged me to to grow um, and you know, uh, you know, become that leader that is needed to, that you, uh, to be a business leader and a business owner. So, um, so yeah, I would say he's definitely been That's an inspiration cool. for me in this regard in terms of our, yeah. where we are. Very good. All right. Alex Humphreys, Dave, hot chicken and five guys, franchisee, a uh, time for your three, uh, restaurant recommendations. Where do you like to go? So I live out in Woodbury Lake Elmo. So ah, yeah. So there is a uh, spot called Lakewood Tavern that opened up um, a couple months ago, maybe about a year ago. But uh, that's a spot that my wife and I uh, like to go to. Right in Lake Elmo. Yep, right in Lake Elmo. Um, another spot that we also enjoy out there is called uh, Angelina's, Angelina's Pizza. So uh, very good pizza there. I definitely recommend that to anybody who's ah, looking to try something. All right. Out. I don't know Angelina's. That's uh it's like a um Italian Italian restaurant, mm-hmm. wine bar and they got pizza too. It is, yeah. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Angelina's kitchen yeah. in Woodbury. Yep. And then my last one would be uh Hope Breakfast Bar. Ah, very nice. Yes. Uh big fan. I know they have a salmon toast that I'm a big fan of and uh cannot forget about the the pancakes. Yes. And they just uh They've got a bunch of locations now. They're they do, yeah. Ju- they're, just they're coming out to my neck of the woods. Coming to Woodbury soon, yeah. yeah. Very soon, yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Love a little East Metro representation in here. Very nice. Yeah. Uh, it was great to chat with you. Thank you for coming yeah, in. Thank you for having me. And, uh, you know, I bet Woodbury wants a Dave's Hot Chicken, too. Yeah, well, well it's on our radar. <laughs> I bet. I bet. Thanks, Alex. Thank you. 431, uh, that's Derusha Eats, brought to you by the Minnesota Pork Board. In just a minute, news of a Basilica block party, not at the Basilica. What's going on? We'll talk with Chris Schneider for the Star Tribune in just a minute here on CC. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. The good news is that the Basilica Block Party is back. I love this music festival. It's just a formative part of summer for me. But uh, the sort of surprising news is that it's not going to be at the Basilica. Chris Riemann Schneider uh, broke the story at the Star Tribune's website earlier this morning, and he joins us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. Hey, Chris. 
Yeah, hey, Jason. It's nice to have the Basilica Block Party back. We sort of went in this phase where it seemed like some of the kind of tent posts of the summer music festival season were right. falling falling away, right? We lost Rock the Garden. We lost the Basilica Block Party during COVID. Um, there was a Twin Cities Summer Jam out in Shakopee. That's, that's right. Down. Before COVID, the, uh, the Soundset Hip Hop Festival, uh-huh. that was yeah. a really big deal. That, that they, they folded that just before COVID. So. so you sort of wondered, like, obviously, uh, the Basilica Block Party has been a big fundraiser for that gorgeous church in downtown uh, Minneapolis, the Basilica of St. Mary. And I wondered, I'm like, are they going to, you know, maybe it's not worth with all these music festivals going down. Maybe they're not making enough money. It's not worth it. it there, there's de- there was definitely something to that where, it, I mean, you know, everything is, is more expensive these days. But but put, the cost of putting on a music festival definitely shot up post-COVID. And, and uh, that that was a big factor. And, and, and these shutting down and, you know, there, there were other festivals around the country that, that, that fell by the wayside. Yeah, it just got too expensive, too much competition, the band, and the bands, you know, the the bands after a year and a half, two years of, of not getting to perform, they they were out to get paid. So they, they you know, prices of paying bands went up. So yeah, it was it was hard to put on a festival, and that that was part part of the reason why the, the Basilica t- took some time off. But uh, according to them, they 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 kept hearing, and and I heard it too. When is the Basilica coming back? Is it, are we going to have the Black Party again? And and uh, they the answer came today. The Black Party has always uh, uh, had pretty good headliner uh, performances, and then local acts too, which is part of what makes it cool. And the fact yeah. that you could have it at the Basilica grounds was also special. I think the fact that you have that beautiful historic building right, right next to you or right behind you, depending on what stage you're at. Uh, yeah. But they got to move it this year, right? Yeah. The, um, and, and you're right. I, I, I loved sitting out there on the, on the church steps, watching some band on the, the, the they had the one stage in, right in front of the church with, with, uh, uh, statue of I think it's Saint Francis, one of the saints, <laughs> one of those, one of those old guys, right, 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 right behind the stage. It was, it was that was always a lot of fun. The other stage, the main, which was the bigger stage, was was kind of under the highway right there, right, and it was a big open parking lot, and that's that's the factor in this case because uh, XL Energy owns that parking lot, and they they need it for some construction project. I I, I I, I tried to figure out what, exactly what it was. It might be the, the 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 light rail construction going on. It might be something else. But, Could be, yeah. But, that light rail is not too far from there, right? Right. Yeah. 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 But but the they, they they gave the Basilica heads up that they were going to you know need they they couldn't use the property for the concert. So that's when they started to look around and and uh, you know the irony is that that where, where it is moving Boom Island Park, which is only it's about a half mile away. Uh, that's also where. Um, in 2016, Rock the Garden moved hmm, there. That's right. Uh, so he had Rock the Garden, which was named for the Sculpture Garden, and then you got the Basilica Block Party <laughs> named for the Basilica. Both these parties are taking place on Boom Island, you know, away from their namesake, uh, you know, feature namesake sites. Uh, but you know what? The, the 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 Rock the Garden that was there in 2016, that people really liked it. Um, it, 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 it's just a, it's, it's a nice flat park. It's got a great view of the skyline, lots of room. Um, I, I'm personally of the mind that our, our riverfront in, in, 
Minneapolis is underused and, and there, there could be more stuff down there. So um, I, I, I think, and I've heard people saying, yeah, this is, this sounds great. It sounds like a great fit. Is it still the Basilica block party? If it's not at the Basilica, we'll, we'll have to see. But, <laughs> but the I, money, the money is still going to Basilica restoration, right? At least part of the proceeds or however they sort that out. Yeah, it's it, it goes towards towards the preservation of that that building, which you know it's a gorgeous building, and it's, yeah, upkeep of that is is, uh, is is pretty astronomical, I'm sure. Uh, so some of the money also goes to the St. Vincent de Paul, you know, help helping homeless residents and and, and folks in need or in the community. Um, so you know, it's 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 a good cause. You know, your your money can go to to that, or or it can go to Live Nation. Take your pick. Right. Yes. I <laughs> so, <laughs> That's right. It's true. Who do you who do you feel better about sending your money yeah. to? I think it's a yeah. you know it's an easy answer for me. Chris Riemenschneider with the Star Tribune is with us. The news today that the Basilica Block Party is coming back this summer. Now, is there any sense when you look around and you say, "All right." We just had Madonna here. When you look at the big acts that tour uh, big stadium type shows, stadiums or arenas, it's either, uh, you know, our older acts, you know, kind of that have been around forever. Or you have like the super young, hot pop stars. Basilica has always sort of been in the middle, right? Like sponsored by Cities 97. So sort of that like. You know, I don't know, not quite indie, but not quite pop star genre. Is that is that what we still expect at this? We we don't know yet. They, their lineup announcement, you know, they they kind of roll these things out for. Uh, they have to make twenty seven announcements. Yeah, 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 and that's that's understandable. That's marketing. Sure, but because then you'll write twenty seven stories, and I'll talk well, about it. Twenty seven. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, but they they hinted that it's 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 some some favorites from the past okay so i don't i don't think they're gonna be um you know skewing too young uh you know they might they might a little bit we'll we'll see uh you know the interesting thing there is is that if if it is kind of a a, you know hallmark acts of basilica past that would kind of be a very similar lineup to what we saw at this this new festival announced the minnesota yacht club which is happening in st paul on harriet island two two weeks before the the Basilica now, which has been moved to the Basilica used to be uh, the weekend after the 4th of July. Now it's moving to August 2nd and 3rd. But, it, but in other words, both the, the, both of these festivals, we might see a, a pretty heavy, you know, nineties rock uh, kind of, you know, for middle-aged. This is our time, Chris. It, this is our time. We're, we're running the town. <laughs> yeah. It's the, the yacht club uh, festival is Gwen Stefani, Alanis Morissette, Red Hot uh, Chili. I mean, this is this is like you look at this lineup and it's pretty much what I had in my cassette deck. Right. In, you know, the mid 90s. Like, that's pretty much what what I crows, uh, offspring. Um, There's there's they have some kind of cooler. Uh, not cool. I mean, those acts are cool. Well, not the offspring, <laughs> not the offspring, but but uh, um, they they have some you know younger kind of hipper stuff. They uh, they got Gary Clark Jr., who's a re- really awesome yeah. blues guitar guy right now uh, at the, at the yacht club. So I mean, it, it I think it's I think they had a pretty strong lineup. It, it, it is definitely centered towards towards you know Gen X. But do you um, look at that and say who's left? Like who's left for Basilica then to fill yeah, in? So, 
totally. Yeah. No. So the Basilica, if they're going to go the same route, it, it's it, I mean, they're going to be going head to head and it could be tough competition. Yeah. Is this the fact that Basilica is back, Chris Riemann Schneider for the Star Tribune, does this tell us anything about kind of the state of these festivals? Is is there kind of is this a last gasp of trying to bring it back? Is it I mean, what's your sort of big picture takeaway? Um, no, I, 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 well, I mean, we'll see, you know, it's, it's definitely, you know, the whole concert industry, the concert industry in the whole has, you know, they, they had a couple good years here because after two years off, people were really itching to go to concerts. Yeah. And we're really willing to, to spend money on concerts that we, you know, the question is if, if, if that's going to slow down as far as festivals, I, you know, I just think here in Minnesota, we, we just want to get outside in the summer. <laughs> yes. I, you know, I, I love First Avenue, but I, I yeah. go in there when it's a gorgeous night out you know, in summer. It feels kind of lame. And, and I, I think I think there's always going to be a good demand for festivals here. Chris, we appreciate it. Thanks for that. Yeah, thanks, Jason. Thank you. Read Chris's stuff in the Star Tribune and StarTribune.com. Chris Freeman Schneider, uh, the great music writer for our paper. It's 447. We're going to take a break. I want to talk about the very bizarre trial that's going on right now. Trial, I guess. The hearing. Uh, You know, don't sleep with people you work with. I think that is unless you want to testify about it. We'll talk about that when we come back on CCO. The Trump team has an unbelievable ability to turn conversation around the conduct of the former president, Donald Trump, into a conversation about anything but the conduct of Donald Trump. It's truly amazing. Today, an unbelievable hearing as Fonnie Willis, uh, the Fulton County District Attorney in Atlanta, had to be questioned for, I don't know, hour and a half, two hours, about her relationship with a special prosecutor, a top prosecutor that she hired to run the case. So the question was, did Fonnie Willis start her affair, her relationship with Nathan Wade before she hired him, after she hired him? Which one? I mean... If she started the relationship, which she's denied that she, she, she says she hired him and then they started a relationship, which is so stupid, so stupid. Like I get the heart wants what the heart wants, but if you are trying to prosecute, you are an elected official, you are prosecuting a former president and you start sleeping with the, with the special prosecutor that you hired. Are you crazy? Now, does that mean that she can't prosecute this case? Should she be disqualified? I Look, we all know what the Trump team is trying to do. They're just trying to delay things as long as possible because they believe that Donald Trump will be elected and then he can just go ahead and kind of cancel out all of these things, all these prosecutions. If I were a voter... In Atlanta, I would be so mad, so mad at at the district attorney that I elected. 
And it, obviously, if you were an opponent, you'd be licking your chops. Like, what kind of judgment is this? Um, don't sleep with people you work with. That's, you know, Uncle Jason's advice for you today. Do not sleep for people you work with. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 